0: With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Pussy Power. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pussy Power. Today is quite an interesting episode. We have Daris Korn-Kong Thai. She is a Thai mom and a over, an overall superwoman. After a non-consensual sexual incident in her early adulthood, she has decided not to subscribe to the victim mindset. Now, nine years later, after being in a marriage with a man she didn't love, she is finally choosing herself and rediscovering who she really is. we're talking in life after divorce the rape subculture in thailand and finding your long lost self so guys because um because her name can be quite a mouthful for you know non-asians out there we are gonna call her jay for today thank you so much for thank you awesome pleasure is mine thank you how was thailand today
1: Thailand today oh my god I don't remember the last time I stepped outside of the room because you know self-isolation and stuff like that yeah but Mm -hmm. the numbers of people who's caught in COVID but it's not gonna be pandemic anymore people start to live with it yeah
0: yeah people are kind of like ah over this COVID thing whatever (laughs) (laughs) true it's just like you know stay safe are you guys accepting like tourists now?
1: Tourists, I think there are some exclusion, but you would still need 14 days quarantine to enter the country. And a lot of airline tickets are like canceled. So I'm not really sure if any of the country out there are able to fly here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Every single one needs to go through a quarantine stage. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's always the key part. So I'm pretty sure there are so many people who are like, oh, wow. When they listen to this episode they're going to be like, okay, I'm interested to know her story. So walk us because I was like shocked when I heard your backstory. So walk us through that. Like, how did that all start?
1: Okay, I guess uh, it was all start when I was in college, I guess. Let's say uh, Thailand is a very conservative country. So a woman's worth, it's her virginity back then. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, if your daughters are not virgin, you're not going to get as much dowry or something. That's like the old mindset. So uh, I was grow up in that conservative mindset where I have to protect my virginity until I find someone I want to marry it to. But then uh, after I grew up about 20 something enter the college, alcohol and stuff like that. So I learned that, okay, uh, a worth of a woman's, it's not in her vagina, okay? And then I'm very lucky that uh, my household, even though I'm growing up with a single dad, he's not that much often to be present. So he doesn't have uh, rights to say or like keeping track of my life or something like that pretty much freedom to uh, learn what I want to learn or do what I want to do. I get part-time jobs. I can uh, do anything as long as my academic records are at the top which means something like not just a C but more like a B and an A so if I can keep that yeah if I can keep that academic record and you know get the papers submitted he would be like ah, you can do whatever you want so when I enter, enter the college I start rebelling around my second year where I want to Live with my friends as a roommate and not living in a home anymore because that's not really there. And the cost traveling from my house to the university is very expensive. So after I got a roommate, uh, she's a girl, by the way, and then uh, I start to not coming back to the room. <laughs> so I went out. We know. Out. We know
0: what's going on.
1: Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, we start to, I start to like hang out, uh, go clubbing till the sunrise and stuff like that. I'm quite the party girl. So I hit the floor, i mingling. I'm very an extrovert person. So uh, everyone would be like, oh, do you want to go this tonight? Do you want to go that tonight? I'll be there. And despite not having money much, I would be like one glass and then walk around the club till the sunrise or something like wow. that. But yeah, so I can like get my glass filled. Every time, every single time, and uh, so
0: tips that... for tips for bro college students out there <laughs> <laughs> that is one hack that you can use,
1: yes, yeah, held on to your class and then mingling with everyone, and then it's like, Oh, what are you drinking? Oh, cheers! Oh, but mine's empty, no worries, we'll pour for you. <laughs> that awesome. happens all the time, yeah, and then uh, after that, I had a boyfriend, which is a uh, very much younger than me he's still in high school but already 18 by the way was that your husband nope 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 not yet yet. that's like no 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 my husband uh been flirting with me when I was dating yeah so he's like uh I think he had a crush on me way way back and he's I was already had a boyfriend and uh, he's like, okay, you already had a boyfriend, but that's fine. But I still like you anyway. So he keep in touch and sometimes like texting and stuff like that. And I'm like, my boyfriend also know that he likes me and like, I'm the popular girl there. So uh, he's like, okay, it's just nothing new. It's just some guys who like like my girlfriend and stuff like that. And then uh, my first time with this boyfriend in college was non-consent. So it's kind of like, you know, we're getting frisky and it was there. And my conservative mindset was at the back of my head. So I felt like maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm tempted to try. And then I'm like debating inside my head, like whether to do or whether not to do. And then one day it happened inside a closed bar on a couch where I was supposed to be taking a nap, because I was like, you know, tired, and like, uh, try to get sober before I can go back. And okay, my boyfriend is here. So he's supposed to be taking care of me and to make sure nothing happens. But instead, I don't know what's going on there. But he makes sure no one enters the room. And kind of like, yeah, get things going. And then that's the first time that things happen. And I felt like it's it's kind of painful, yeah. Kind of like something that I'm not sure if I like it or not because consciousness is not there. Consent wasn't there. Oh, but, wait, how,
0: how did this happen? Is it like, hey, shoddy, um, just put this in, boom, just stay there. How the hell did I, like?
1: I was supposed to be sleeping, like taking a nap yeah. to get sober or stuff like that. And uh, I felt like, he's like sleeping next to me and then start cuddling and then kissing and then things getting heating up and then I felt like wait where are we going but I'm still like half half asleep
0: but you literally I, were not like communicating with him
1: no there is no communicating like let's do this or stuff stuff like that and I'm like hey what, what what is happening or why or what and he'd be like I'm not even sure if my first time was exactly in there or at a love hotel after because I felt like after that first time he's addicted to me like addict like the sexual urge to constantly doing it and eventually it's like make me feel good afterwards so after a field trial so he mm. started to get a grabs and something like that so I'm, I'm like okay maybe it's normal that the first time supposed to be painful but wow I don't know I don't know. Wow. I don't know. My yeah, first time point. wasn't painful. <laughs> at that point, at that point. Well, maybe the size. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And like, you know, virgin girls and you know, over standard size and the first time. And I think he's still young. So it's like he doesn't know how to properly trade it a woman to be ready mm-hmm. to have it her first like, time.
0: Energizer bunny. <laughs>
1: Horny bunny. Yeah. Let, let's say it. it's, yeah. it's like that. He's like teenagers, you know? And basically, yeah. I, I'm also in, inexperienced. So I cannot guide anyone at all at that point. And mm. I'm still confused inside. Like, should I be doing this? Or should, shouldn't should I be? But, you know, everyone, every couple are doing it. And I'm already breakthrough through the mindset that, you know what? A dowry or a money that, uh, you know, your husband is supposed to give to your family. I have only my dad and my dad wasn't really there for me. So does he like worth it to, you know, protect my virginity, to repay my dad, like Mulan family, make your family proud. So I'm kind of like, you know what? I don't have to put up with this because why not? What do I do this for? For my dad, for he to feel, um, what's to say? feel grateful that he raised such a fine daughter or a pure daughter or something like that and I'm like you know what our family is broken in the first place I grow up with our mom and then when I'm gonna marry off to someone if I'm gonna be a virgin I'm definitely gonna get a divorce you know so at that wow. point <laughs> yeah at that point my, my brain wasn't registered the wife material so I wasn't like how, thinking yeah for,
0: for context like I've been to Thailand and you guys are pretty much a mixture there right there are um, Buddhists and then Muslims so are you guys were Muslims because you mentioned the dowry
1: yes or uh, no? the, the dowry is in culture aspect and not in the religious aspect yeah oh it's in the cult yeah it's just that. It's the culture aspect that uh, when you want to marry any girl's in Thai family you have to offer the girl's family some dowries like money, gold or something to show that you know the worth of the daughter
0: wow oh my god so they're literally so like literally it's in the culture that's like oh you're buying off (laughs) yeah dude okay 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 yeah i've always like i've always been curious about that like you know my mom is now a muslim and i'm like Mm -hmm. why why are you selling your girls (laughs) okay maybe, maybe that's like for me i'm just like culturally or religiously ignorant but that I've always been curious about that. It's like I don't I don't get that that psychology. But yeah, you you were like you didn't growing give up. a shit about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And growing up in that kind of culture and then uh, the point of getting married off and you know, those dowry are the money that, you know, I've spent years to grow my girls up and now she's going to be in your household taking care of your family so give me the dowry that's what Mm -hmm. I feel yeah that's what I having the sense of when uh, my dad's talking about I'm going to marry up someday and I'm not going to be taking care of him and that also triggered something like why are kids or um, you know daughters son are expected to be to take care of their parents when in fact everyone have their own life it shouldn't be um, something to be obligated to do it's more like if you had a bond you don't need to expect that but this this thing this culture it makes you feel like you raise your kids just in hope that one day when you grow up you retire and your kids will raise you Mm. yeah that's some sort of the culture that got me triggered and like Why am I living for someone else? Yeah, like right from the start, I'm living to take care of my father when I grow up or my purpose of being is just married off to someone and it's not that. So I found myself when I was entering the college that I wanna go abroad I even thought about applied for UCLA, taking film school and stuff like that, but I don't have money. I come from a very poor family. My dad was like in debt uh, with gambling addiction and stuff like that, so we don't have enough money. A lot of my tuition money are like from my scholarship or uh, either loan or something like that. Yeah. So I know that we don't have that much of money, so uh, I took a night job where I studied bartending. Yeah that's where wow. me and my first boyfriend met yep so uh so okay back to the story after that non-consensual encounter and a few trials passed and like he want me to moved in with him so basically it's to like you know get it going every time
0: yeah Ooh, yeah, so like, he, wait, wait, did he say that that was the reason why he wanted to move in with you? Or was it like something that you felt like, ooh, like he wants to do this like every single time?
1: I kind of felt, you know what? I only date people out of comfortable because I don't have comfortable life. I always have to take a public communication, you know, public bike, public bus and stuff like that. But when I have a boyfriend, my boyfriend had a car or a Mm. motorbike or something like that. And I felt like this is comfortable, you know? And it's something that a boyfriend is obligated to do for you. supposed to drive you to places, take you out Mm. for lunch, for dinner, pays for you sometimes and stuff like that. So I felt like it, it, it wasn't bad. And it felt like if I had a boyfriend and I had that kind of conveniences, why not? And he's the one who approached me first or like hitting on me first, flirt with me first. I have this dilemma where I never get a guy I like like I don't know why (laughs) you know uh the guy I like or my standard are pretty like and uh, I was I wasn't able to get any of them to to like interest in me or like uh liking me back or something like that I used to have unrequited love for six years back in high school for the same guy over the sixth year and he's like a friend being a friend with me he's not like he told me that, you know what, there might be a chance if we grow up and none of us were married, I'm good to be like living with you, like co-living or taking mm-hmm. care of each other. And, you know, just getting married whatsoever. If we're 25 and none of us are married, but I'm married since 23 or 22. Yeah, yeah that's early. Yeah, that's very early because... Um, me and this boyfriend, I caught him cheating on me on mm. my birthday. Yeah. So uh, my birthday, I was supposed to spend time with my family back then because I'm still young, you know, and in a uh, birthday tradition. So did you guys uh, move in? I moved temporary. Like temporary. I slept over. It just slept over, you know, mm. slept over from time to time, but I'm still living with my roommate even though I don't return to the room that often, my roommate kind of like, I got a room to and, myself. And
0: I guess for context, for the people who are listening or watching, it's more like, as you are like, I under I completely understand where you're coming from. I was like, whoo, I got a boyfriend. Oh, Perks, Perks, yes. She's like a queen. Oh, yeah. And I, I totally get what you're, where you're coming from. So for, for everyone else who's not, like who's a little confused about, you know, why they're... Um, or where that concept is coming from, or that ideal is coming from. It's more like, because you grew up, you were fending for yourself, your dad wasn't really there for you. So you kind of like had to take the world by storm and really fight for things, fight for scholarships and, you know, get things on your own. You were like a go getter. And very, um, you probably learned to you know get things on your own and not really depend on anyone that much and so like as a woman in a feminine in a feminine body like having having those perks and you know having someone take care of you like that like makes you feel good and that's why folks that is why you know it feels nice when you've been so independent for so long to have somebody like take care of you like that I don't know if that was your experience like did I sum that up right
1: it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of on point
0: awesome so we were getting back to um on your birthday he cheated on you how dare he
1: I have no idea and it's a very it's very cool by the way it's like wow the 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 effort because I didn't know that all this time that we were dating, he constantly go back to fuck his ex from time to time. That without me knowing at all. And then You uh, you
0: literally didn't know. You like no intuitive hits, like nothing.
1: Nothing. I I, wow. I, I, never, I never know it happens because he asked me to like moved in and I've been sleep over for a few nights and then back to my place, you know, back and forth to take care of my clothes and stuff like that. I didn't leave my belonging at his place. So it's more like a sleep over few nights and then go back uh, based on the schedule and stuff like that. Yeah. And at that point, i remember because i date people out of convenience i don't have emotional attachment yeah
0: wow With,
1: yeah i don't have emotional attachment like you know what let's forgive him because of love i should i should you know give him a chance to prove his love and stuff like that and i'd be like ah, fuck that shit i'm like <laughs> if you're if you're cheating on me it's mean that someone out there are still more attractive or like i'm not that worth enough for you to focus just on me Mm. so you can go find that bitch like go back and the way I found out was like he went out to have a drink and I was at home alone at his place so I turn on the laptop and you know go through the files (laughs) ladies please don't (laughs) Uh you know you you learn your lesson. When you go through the files, it's kind of like, what's this folder? What this about? Why, why why why
0: did you why why did you do that? Like, was there something that told you, uh, wait, something's off here? Or was it like, eh, gotta do my own thing?
1: I was playing games and then saving the recording screen, and then I tried to find the location of that recording screen, and I find a lot of suspicious. Porn folder. So I'm like, mm, what kind of porns his look? Let's take a look at it. Yeah. Wait, that's him. Wait, <laughs> who's the girl? Wait, what's that's the certainly date? not you. So, so it's it's come like this. Ooh, there's a porn folder. Ooh, what kind of porn? Ooh, wait, what? What? And like checking the date that it was filmed because I studied film. I know how to check the detail of the video, how it filmed, what kind of camera it used, how it exported, how it saved, stuff like that. So I checked the file and it's recorded on my birthday. So I'm like,
0: wow, how dare he? Wait, so did, I, did, you, did you even have birthday accident? then? Because what the fuck?
1: No, no, I don't. So oh, you my birthday, yeah on my birthday I usually go back to spend time with my family so I saved that clip and then I showed my friend and asked my friend am I delusional or this is really my boyfriend <laughs> and my, my friend was just like yeah that yeah, looks Tim.
0: like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, so uh
1: yeah, the confirmation. And then I get up and left his place at 2 a.m. I called a cab, go to my friend's place. So my roommate already passed asleep. So I did you cry? To the... Did you cry? Nope. Zero. You're just
0: like, eh, whatever.
1: It's not really like that, but more like rage. I have uh, rage. <laughs> yeah. The,
0: wow. the emotion
1: the emotion there was rage and I felt mm. betrayed. Mm. Yeah. So the point is, if you're going to do that, you got to have a consent. you got to give me a shot, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to be poly, told me. I'm fine with that. Like, okay, we are committing, but, you know, I still want to have sex with my ex. Then I'll be like, okay, sure. Then I can still hook up with people at a pub, right? It's oh It's supposed to be that way.
0: It, yeah, it's the, the lack of respect and the lack of communication. Like, I, I literally had the same exact experience with my pseudo ex and... You know, I, I thought he cheated on me because he agreed that kind of like, hey, we're not going to have sex with other people. And then I find out that he was having sex with like multiple women. I'm like, and I got fucking, I, I had like STI because of that. I'm like, fuck, something's wrong with my vagina. And like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I know. But I was literally betrayed with medical bills to like, you know, show He's for it. He's supposed to pay like, for
1: that. He's supposed to pay for that. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. like, so
0: terrible so terrifying and so like so crazy i was so mad too and i was like why would people not just you know come out and say hey i want to have sex with multiple people and it'd be like cool you know you do you instead of like going behind my back and fucking a dozen other girls without my without my consent because you're in my body unprotected <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that's their rant yeah. right there that's the rant right there.
1: That's- I, I totally understand. And like all the boys out there who listen to Pussy Power or all the girls, you know what? Communicate to your man. Like, hey, yeah. I understand if you have the urge to, you know, hook up with someone else, but please let it be constant because if you are seriously dating me and banging me constantly, I deserve to know who else you're banging. Yeah. Are, are she clean? Does she caught COVID? What's the past medical record? <laughs> You know what? That's we're in no so funny. We're in this, you know, formal setting. It's supposed to be that formal. It's not. It's not a stage where you can just hook up with anyone and come home. You know, because you don't know if she's clean or not. Does she have the vaccine or STD or stuff like that? It's not that type anymore. You should have like a clear communication between who you're dating and who you're fucking like both ways you know what i'm horny yes but gotta use protection and gotta know the record
0: or else it would
1: be like at risk
0: totally it's like if it's only considered cheating when you're going behind the other person's back and it's non-consensual. If it's like you guys come together and you're like, hey, you know what? I really like what we have here. I like being in a relationship with you, but I still want to fuck other people. So it's like, it's... it's You guys are still communicating. It's not like you're betraying someone because that's... I think that's the fine line of like, did your partner actually consent to this? Because you're banging her, which means the you know the sexual infections and shit that you get you can actually pass to her or is like so fucked up like it gets yeah. me so so mad
1: well it's so bad because everyone are caught up in this mono relationship concept that mm. they felt like they're so all oh, high and mighty like i had a girlfriend and we love each other for 7 years and no um sneakings at all and stuff like that and did things behind the back, which is like awful. And I just felt like it, it was from that point onwards that I start to realize that, okay, you know what? Uh, this maybe not work for me. So mm-hmm. I never date anyone more than three months before this boyfriend. Before that was like puppy love, you know, since high school, you know, dating someone else, just, you know, try it out and stuff like that. Whole pants having dinner, having lunch. It's more like, date date but not really in a relationship this is like the first time that I in a relationship had sex met his mom and stuff like that he met my dad but after that cheating incident I was snapped and then I realized something he like uh, record her number on his phone as mom
0: wow wow so
1: when mom called, he'd be like, wait, uh, mom called. I got to go take a phone. Something like that. Wow. That's very, that's very clever. That I got to give unique. him that. <laughs> I got to give him that. Like, oh, uh, I got to mm. pick up the call from my mom. And then one day, because we've been dating, I met his mom and stuff like that. He left the phone there and mom called. That's one time that I picked up and the voice wasn't his mom. Then I'm like, uh sorry but he's in the restroom who's this again mom and they just hung up and i'm like wait is that mom or someone's from mom's place because his mom had a lot of a uh, subordinate who's also a girl so i didn't catch anything back then but when i saw the video clip and then you know connect the dots the detective things start aligning and i'm like oh shit oh that girl mm. oh yeah fuck been there. How, how long has it been going, bruh? So yeah, so so basically he never uh why would he broke up with her in the first place? They still gonna fuck. I'm still yeah, I still cannot go back and talk to him because I was full of rage I am now forgiven if you ever see this clip which I doubt if you ever will but Uh yeah I've already forgiven you because the lesson I had after that was Mm. more fucked up than that one yeah really because well my husband of course duh so wow
0: (laughs) yeah so after that experience you now were blessed with another lesson who was your husband what was yeah. that like marriage like
1: so basically I gave up on men on that that uh relationship because it's been a year or two and I felt like I had nothing out of it I don't I don't feel love just sex so why not just fuck around and then you know being playgirl and you know if you want to hook up hook up and then no more relationship I can just focus on my work and work my way to get a scholarship and you know, study abroad and stuff like that that's what I had in mind yeah because I was almost at the end of my uh last year in college so when I study film uh I always want to participate in film events uh abroad like tons or hollywoods grammys whatever at any position so i felt like yeah i should apply for a scholarship and stuff like that but then uh i was about to get a recommendation from one of my professors and then um my boy no my ex-husband yeah let's say the guy liked me back in the years and he's noticed that i broke up with my boyfriend so he hit me up again Mm-hmm. so it's basically just like
0: watching but just watching in the sidelines <laughs> checking if he's available
1: i'm always updating my social media so yeah, yeah you'll, you'll know if i broke up <laughs> with someone <laughs> So yeah so when i broke up I, I didn't disclose about cheating and stuff like that i would be like okay i'm back to be single again like put myself up there in the market yeah yeah so he'd be like yeah hitting me up so i'm like give him a chance so he can take me out to lunch with my friend so my friend can analyze him and gave me score
0: that should I date him or not (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah so kind of like yeah he take me out to a lunch and you know he had a motorbike he had a car and he pays for the meals and whatever but my friend says like you know what I don't think he's your type like the really? vibes not yeah the vibes really not click and I'm like but he said he loved me and he's been waiting for me for years though I should give him a chance right and my friends was like this is his chance like the lunch <laughs> yeah yeah and I, yeah like I can tell my friends not impressed with him yeah mm. I cannot pinpoint where or what because I couldn't care less I would be like I have a very bad judgment I would feel like if they take a good care of me, anything else can be, you know, naked. Yeah, mm. I can just overlook anything. Just take wow. a good care of me and I'm fine with whatever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm not the one who like hopelessly chase for romance or love because I don't have it in the first place. Like people always saying that I have a daddy issue. Like I don't receive enough love from my dad that I should Mm. be seeking love from somewhere else. While I just gain this energy in me that you don't need to get people acknowledgement. You can love yourself. You can grow this power within yourself and be independent that every time I lean on someone, people disappoint me. So why are you in that constantly disappointing stage where people keep failing you again and again and again? And then you think one day you would find someone that would fulfill all those gaps. Why are you looking for that someone when you can just fulfilling everything by yourself, making yourself feel good, getting more skills, making you have a stance in the society and being independent? It's like a fact for me that I'm going to be that person and whoever coming into my life just going to make me feel comfortable and, you know, live more comfortably. That's the end of the line. I don't chase for love or romance. I just felt like it's bullshit. But Mm. this guy who had a crush on me for the longest time saying he loved me with all his heart. He wants to have me like everything about me is turning him on. Like just be near me, talk to me or like a slight touch or anything like that. He said he never felt this way with any woman before. So it has to be me. Like I'm the one, I'm the girl of his dream or something like that. So when you heard that from a guy, of course it moved, right? It would feel like, okay, maybe I should give him a shot or something. But after yeah. my friend after my friend said, girl, no, uh, this isn't your cup of tea. You're going to be miserable. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe not. And then the destiny seems to like playing tricks because we lived in the same society. He's like a five year senior above me in the university. So he already graduated and all and he kinda had free times and stuff. And my friends hanging out at his place, a new year's party. So it's like a huge group in the rooftop, having drinks, uh, watching fireworks. It's a New Year party. So I'm like, yeah, why not just join there? And he kind of introduced me to his dad at the moment. Like, you know, this is the girl I had a crush on. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Like, wow. Okay. You know, when you had someone heads on to you for the longest time, for so many years, it kind of feel like maybe even though everyone said no, but inside I felt like, if he loved me that much he wouldn't hurt me yeah that that's what I feel I feel like if he loved me that much he wouldn't hurt me he wouldn't betray me he wouldn't cheat on me of course Mm -hmm. he would do anything in his power to make me happy and in
0: your marriage with him did he fulfill on that did he
1: over deliver
0: did he do everything for you
1: he did he did. Wow. Yeah. So did. how
0: how come this seemingly like fairy taleish beginning comes to like such a bittersweet ending?
1: It's because I don't have the aspect of having a lovers or a family in the first place. When I'm a very very individual, I never think for family. I never think for the kids. I never think mm. for anyone. I o- I only think for myself and forcing myself to have compassion to have kindness for other people are hard I've been Mm. trying like constantly trying you know you have to be selfless you have to do things for your family blah 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 all that and I felt like fuck it I work this hard I want to spoil myself why am I working hard and got to put my money on my kids that doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. because
0: Cause I'm gonna try to be like to to um, analyze that it's like is it because you were working so hard and then you got married early and so you didn't feel like you had you know that period where you were just like treating yourself traveling by yourself achieving your dreams was it that
1: I guess so I, I never had a dream to myself when um when when I, I learned that I pregnant it was not prepared it was not in the plan and definitely not from well my side I'm not having sex with him because I love him I was more Mm. like giving him a chance yeah try it why not stuff like that
0: yeah so So, you really mm. tried for like nine years
1: Yeah. yeah I tried I tried but it's like lying to myself or fooling myself with the social standard, everyone jealous of my life, to be honest, like um, I was married at age 23 Mm -hmm. and have my kids at the same year, I guess. Yeah. It's like I married in July and then I gave birth in December. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, a little bit earlier, I took graduation ceremony where no one in my family showed up. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so the sense of family in me are like minus Mm. or even like zero I don't have I don't have a sense of family families are like responsibility Mm. so I can feel that to my dad and his responsibility he did his best he could to raise me to uh, not having me become a slut or a drug dealer or an addict or something like that he it's his responsibility but I doubt if it was from a genuine love he made me doubt the love for family yeah wow. because when you said uh, your mom and dad are like unconditional love I don't I don't think so I think that's bullshit there are romanticizing the love between parents and kids so much that it makes you forgive everything your dad or your mom do because biological by blood. Yeah. Everything they do are like in the best case are in the best way. They always hope the best for you. That's bullshit. So I guess it's the best for themselves.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's all about, you know, their ego and what makes them look good in society. So going back to your marriage, you, have this tendency to be in a relationship with someone out of comfort. Was your marriage out of comfort as well? Cause like oh you got pregnant or whatever?
1: Yeah. It it is it is out of comfort because at first when we were decide to dating I'm not even decided dating but it it was happened because of that new year party mm-hmm. uh non-consensual encounter happens again flashback i think the same mistakes are gonna keep repeating in my life so right. yeah i was drunk i was fall asleep and in a room full of people so it's not just us two there are like bunches of other people sleeping on the floor and he gave me the bed and then laying on the bed next to me mm-hmm same scenario but change the setting right so yeah so uh I don't remember shit but I know something has happened I don't even know if it was inside outside protected or not did I was orgasm or not did he's there or what I have absolutely no idea and there's Mm -hmm. a bunch of people in the room that I cannot make a ruckus or you know make shit up so I'm just like you know what just gonna get up and go back to my room to my friends and you know try to figure out what should i do so i take the pills from that day i take the pills i smoke i had alcohol and i'm like you know what this is the first time that i felt like love is like wow you're so in love with me but you basically doesn't care about my feeling at all right and uh, uh, my friends was saying this to me like he really liked you, but you never looked at him. So this is the only way that you would going out with him. Mm-hmm. So, so how
0: how did that like? So you had like a lot of red flag alerts from your friends, like ding 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 ding. How the hell did that lead to marriage? I, like how yeah
1: yeah well that that friend was a guy and this isn't a bias to all guy out there in the world but I just felt like guys are selfish in general Yeah, so the guy be like, it's okay, he fucked you, but he doesn't fuck you and then left you, he fucked you and then he want to take care of you for the rest of your life. That's a comfortable life, right? And that hits the nail because it's something that, oh yeah, that's something I always looking for. i looking for a comfortable life. And he had a house, his house are quite packed, like got some real estate, got some um large house and you know the money and all that he doesn't have anything but his house are like well off so if I actually married in there I would have a roof over my head I would have a car I would have a person who drive me everywhere oh yeah there's like more pros than cons
0: oh so yeah it was like okay it was more for real like the comfortable life yeah,
1: yeah so I don't mm-hmm. have to pay for uh you know Monthly room rental. I don't have to find food on my own. Back then, they even have a servant in their house where clean for you a maid. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do all this stuff for you that you don't have to do things yourself. So it's definitely a comfortable life so that a I good, never.
0: It was a good deal for you. i was like mm, this. this, this, this is
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I'll so... take it. And he's like heads over heel for me. So what? What could happen? Right? Yeah wow
0: so like you mentioned before that you know the non consensual sexual encounters yeah. seem to like happen quite a bit in thailand and yeah. that it's a little romanticized more than cuz like in, in the us or even here in the philippines it's like what just happened like that's not okay like people actually go to jail for that shit right like what is it diff- what is different in thailand like what's that subculture that you have on
1: that if it's not uh people who are well educated or uh, more like consuming a lot of media from the world if it's country girl and you got raped by some guy the solution for the adult would be like married off with them yeah yeah
0: what the fuck why yeah
1: so it's I like don't if understand
0: you, it. Why you would you get, marry the guy who raped you? I don't fucking understand.
1: The 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 old traditional culture for country girls do be like that. Like if you get raped, that guy gotta take responsibility of your life forever. So it's like that's why women prize worth on their virginity. If it's taken away, that guy gotta take care of you, or else no one would want you. That's the very old wow. mindset. That's or the else very no organized. one will want you. Yeah, ba- basically wow. that. Yeah. And uh, in these these years, it's getting way, way, way better. So a lot of media are uh, showing that, you know what, rape victim, we're not supposed to be victimizers anymore. It's not that because she dressed slutty. It's not because that she's, uh, you know, showing some kindness. There's a recent case where the girl uh, and the security guard so basically the girls are like always nice and giving gift to the security guards, more like, ah, oh, I bought some food and here I have some for you and blah, blah, blah. And then one day she forgot the keys. So she asked the security guard, you know, to like unlock the door and stuff like that. And then, okay, good. When she unlocked the door, she go inside and then he come back again and then pushed her in and then raped her. Yeah. So yeah. And then the news, it's so fucked up the comments are like you know what it's because you're showing interest in him before which is not like why the men always thinking that girls are interested in them when they're like giving them gift like a food or something it's because you want to be friendly with someone who can protect you that's the sense so he would provide extra security for her Oh my God, I, I, I do that with our security here and they all love me yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that case kind of turned the tables around and people are like, fuck, now I don't know what to do. Being a girl is so hard, man. Like you just give people give and they think you had like, I don't know, like um, make a move, not, not really make a move, but like leading people's on. Yeah, which is not. But men's are be like, yeah, men's on the internet in general and people who aren't that well-educated, that people can be nice without, you know, leading people's on. They just thought that the girl are flirting and this is what she deserves or something like that, which is so fucked up. People in um, internet can be mean. And I think a lot of comments are also debating on the girl's end and more like uh, more... In the, in the wider picture, it's much more better these days, but imagine the country girl or the girl who doesn't have access to the internet or doesn't have the news to go there and make publish out of it. If she got raped and then her parents found out, you're going to get forced to get married with a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: that is fucking crazy and so yeah. fucking scary. Exactly. Let's touch back on your marriage. So mm-hmm. you wanted the comfortable life. You was like, oh, I'm going to worship you for the rest of my days. I love you so much. Yeah, how, did, but- <laughs> how, how did it okay. feel like in those nine years of, you know, trying to be um, a good wife, trying to be the mom, the perfect, like seemingly having the perfect life, When did it start feeling, when did it start feeling like you were slowly losing yourself?
1: I guess it was the pandemic that it makes me losing myself because I was trapped inside the house. I didn't Mm -hmm. go out to the office. I don't have my social circle. Usually when I go to work, I had this energy where I like mingling with people, having lunch with friends after work, having dinners with coworkers and stuff like that. I barely go home. So I would, be home like very late or something like that spent my life outside as much as possible and then uh, yeah when pandemic hits I get stuck inside 24 7 and the kids also having online class that's double the chaos so yeah it's kind of making me lose my mind and I use money to solve the problem I buy things for myself that I don't even use like it's a limited edition. It's like one in a hundred or like mm. something something you can't have, even if you have money. Yeah. So I get all that stuff and I don't even use it. It just plays there on my shelf and makes me feel the sense of accomplishment or the victory or something or proud. Yeah. That, you know, I own that thing. I choose it. I bought it. And that's how I cope with uh, the life back then it's not a really good thing but yeah it makes me able to live and I also uh a game addict in a sense like I go to the game playing games with friends over the sea which is not someone from this country or from my society it feels like I have a new identity I have new friends new circle new story and it is something I enjoy I fully enjoy every second of it it's not struggling at all and i got this realization that you know what something must be wrong with me yeah the thing the thing that triggered was our sex life it was so dry like even though he tried a lot of stuff to please me in bed you know i start to pick up bdsm or i start to pick up something kinky he would want to try that with me but his experience are not my level you know uh the gap between my first boyfriend and him I fucked around a lot (laughs) yeah yeah so the gap between that I fucked around a lot and I had a lot of good ones
0: wow and he just wasn't you know meeting the standards like he was just like so short of your standards
1: I don't even know if my standard is too high or what it's Mm. it's kind of like some experience I encounter are like damn he know how to please a girl body or like knows where to go to or the consensual the care and stuff like that you know the pillow talk Mm. and all that and uh we exchange number with with some of them and some of them are like texting me afterwards be like hey are you free tonight or like hey do you want to come over mm. okay so mm-hmm. if if they're good I would come back for a second round so it's not one night mm. stand so mm. that's the, the life stand. <laughs> maybe more but okay yeah but but that that's the life I was enjoy having mm. Mm. that's the life I was enjoy having before I accidentally hooked up with him. And then after that non-consensual night, okay, why not try to date him? He loves you so much. You should be happy. So I'm like, okay, maybe. Okay, let's try. Because my work there was at the production house. My sleep schedule are very fucked up because I have to go to the shooting set doing production from 5 a.m. to another 5 a.m. Sometimes it's 24 hours to stay on the set it at least eight hours to 12 hours, sometimes 16, sometimes 24, sometimes even more because, you know, you can never predict what's going to happen on the set. Mm -hmm. But that's also money. So basically, yeah, I want someone who can pick me up. Yeah, who can pick me up, who can take me to uh, breakfast, fetch me meals and something like that. He can fulfill all of that. So it's like, yeah, why not? So I start dating him and then a lot of non-protection and that's why uh, my pills doesn't work with me too because my circle aren't normal. I haven't got, yeah, I haven't got checked up yet, but yeah, it happened first. So (laughs) from my first child, when I know I pregnant, my head was blank because I never plan. I don't know what to do. Um, what my par- what my dad would say about this, or uh, blah blah blah, yada yada. And then the most, yeah, the most surprising shit happens. Be like, yeah, just get married and you know get it done, and then properly moved in, whatever. Find a job. My dad even find him a job because he was jobless at the moment. So basically, I get a job by myself and he get a job by my dad and then we both were working on the first year of marriage it's like both contribution I earned less than him because I have zero experience and he's like five years older yeah so start off he had more than me so he cut half of his salary for me to manage and I also, yeah, taking care of everything in the house, the expense, the kids, the, you know, pregnancy, the medication and stuff like that. Yeah, it was all on me. So we help each other out on the first three years. And then my, my salary jumped ahead of him in that span of three years. Yeah, because I grow my career in the digital marketing, where I absolutely have no idea what this is all about. And it's so weird because when back in college, the marketing, the statics and, you know, economic are the lowest grade on my paper. I get like F or D, you know, not even C. It's like a very, bare minimum to pass. So I picked those up. And it turns out I can do uh, well on it. I do influencers marketing back in the days where no one know what influencers is all about. So I grow my connection from there. I work with millions of followers, influencers who start off from zero and doesn't know how to write a blog. So a lot of influencers in Thailand knows me Mm -hmm. and they've been work with me one way or another. I'm not even in just the beauty industry. I'm in like travel industry, food industry, tech, writers. I'm all over the place. So people often remember me as, you know, one of the girl who coached the influencers or taking care of deals between influencers and brand and, you know, Mm. taking care of their uh, documents and stuff like that. Some people even hire me as their manager for like a short period of time. Yeah. So that's where my career path grow and the money has been dropped double and triple and now it's probably like five times more than the year that I begin it's because it's very unique and it's a very like a future side jobs that kind of be my main job right now yeah so taking care of these community has been rewarding for me and I also get to meet a lot of people yeah so when three years pass I get my career up ahead, and he'd be like, you know what? Uh, since we're about to have the second child, FYI that the second child is happened because I stopped my medication, the birth control shots. Yeah, and then the doctor want to analyze my cycle if it's normal, how's my hormone doing, and stuff like that. And my husband kind of horny all the time, 24-7. He tried to have it going with me all the time. So, yeah, when my period came and I just get pregnant again. So that's kind of like, wow, I guess I have no way out. I never had the image of splitting up with him or divorce with him because he's so in love with me, like had. Heads over heels, do everything for me. Change himself, wow. quit smoking,
0: exercising, wow.
1: Damn losing girl. Yeah, so basically, it's like he's trying to be the perfect man for me. Try to fill in every box that the girl, one girl, would want. Like so if, if I, int- mm-hmm.
0: if he was like literally, you know, being Prince Charming for you. What led you to that moment of like? Okay, that's it. I want a divorce.
1: I think the sex is something crucial. Like Woo! Prince Charming. You know what? Prince charming, prince charming, but my body wasn't responding. Well, I think it might be good. There are some good times, but you have to try so fucking hard to get there. Yeah, so so it's something that rarely happen and I don't think I think it's my body telling me that, you know what? You don't have feelings for him. So you have to use a lot of external material to make yourself aroused, to close my eyes. Imagine if someone else to like, please don't talk and let wow. me hear something else or, or like turn off, turn off the light. And let me imagine that on top of me, it was some superstar or supermodel or the guy I met on TikTok or something like that. I don't know but it's more like my body is telling me that girl this isn't the one you don't have the sexual tension you don't have the sexual tension between yourself and him he always have that sexual tension with me but I'm like very annoyed very irritated Hmm. and uh, Every couple who's in marriage would say the same thing. Like if I talk to my aunt or if I talk to his mom, it would be like, you know what? We've been there before. That happens. You just have to get over it. It's like the wife duty. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't want to do it, you tell him. But eventually you just got to give it to him to keep your man happy. That sort of things.
0: Yeah. So that's the lesson, folks. When sex is good, (laughs) it's 20% of the relationship. But when sex is bad, it's 80% of a relationship.
1: Exactly. Man, what do you what do you think?
0: What do you think was the biggest lesson that the nine years of being in a marriage with that man taught you?
1: More like be selfish. Like Mm. People are so fucking, ge- fucking scared of being judged. Like me, myself, are one. Like I don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to judge me for being a bad mom, a bad wife. So in the past nine years, even though I had a lot of hookups before, I never once cheated on him like ever, even though the sex was bad. But I never mm-hmm. cheated. Woo, yeah. Matters respect. Yep, I never cheated. That's strange as felt- well. Wow. Yeah, I, I felt like I had a communication with him, yet like there's no sexual tension and I am now living in my fantasy world with 2D men on, sk- on the screen and the 3D men and whatsoever, I'm like fantasizing and being an otaku, you know, reading comics and be like, mm, this man, okay, man out of a novel, like no more real life men anymore for me, so basically... My husband was okay with that, that I'm gonna have a fantasy of a 2D men's or a TikTok or whatever. And eventually I'm still in bed with him, right? So he's fine with all that. But then I start to get delved into that. And I felt like, why am I having pleasure from virtual world more than you know, the real deal that was sleeping next to me? Yeah, that, that, that's not supposed to be right. So something must be going on. So he's like, you know what? You should talk to the therapist. Yeah. Or like get a consult, you know, a couple consultation, you know, to save this marriage. Because he cried on top of me when he, you know, kind of almost, not almost, I think. I wouldn't say raped right because I'm the one who said, can you just get it over with so I can go back to sleep? that's a consent right come out from my mouth
0: like, but yeah, in a,
1: but in a way with. but in a way that I wonder how any men would turn on by that right so how did you even get a heart on with that so it's so weird for me that when I said that he let go of me and then he turned on and pushed me on the bed and then do it till he's done inside and then he cried on top of me and then I'm the one who get fucked and I'm like the bad guy here because I I don't (laughs) (laughs) respond. I know how you feel. I, I let you fuck me and then you cried and I don't know how to react to that scenario so I go Mm -hmm. back to sleep yeah and he's like go up wash and then sleep turning his back on me and I'm like is this the part where I should comfort him but I was the one who get fucked so question mark what is going on so yeah he he turned back and he's talked to me like you know what I think this is awful we're at the point where you're not enjoying me anymore and you're like always disgust or doesn't want to do it let's go to the therapist let's have a couple consultation and see how to work with it Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's when I like oh my Current company had this wellness benefit where you can talk to therapists for free. So I'm going to use that one, the employee benefit. Yeah, so I went alone first and then the therapist told me that I never had time to talk to myself. I always need to survive. So from day one, I never talked to myself. I have to study to get a scholarship. I had to find a job to have more income. I had to, yeah, work for my kids I had to you know do everything for my husband and the me was lacking myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the therapist be like you need six months off Mm -hmm. from family to have space for yourself talk to yourself what do you want what feelings do you have like the communication within yourself need to be strong enough but Apparently, people doesn't communicate with themselves. They get forced by the external environment to force them to do things they are today. So why do I do this? It's because of this. It's because of that. But it wasn't because I want to. Mm. Or, yeah, it's not even something I find pleasure in. Do I really enjoy working? Or I just enjoy meeting people? Yeah. Mm. So it's like we need to have internal communication with ourselves to figure it out what we want to do yeah so that's that's the part where i get uh the tips from the therapist and then the six month break uh since i have families and kids the therapist said uh it should be subtle because the kids won't be shocked like suddenly their mom's gone yeah so it would be like maybe you can plan uh weekends off to yourself you know go spend your time at your dad's place And then start shifting from weekends to weekdays. And then, you know, eventually just had the whole week to yourself, a subtle way. Yeah. So the kids would uh, eventually learning that you need time off to yourself. And then you come back when you had the answer. What do you want to do with your life? But to my surprise, I already had an answer from the first consultation.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where the divorce
1: the divorce just pops up like if I separate with him will I felt missing any of this or want to come back it's a no I would want to go and go whatever I want to go yeah
0: and since you weren't really relying on him for comfort anymore because you are the one bringing up the bacon you're like "Ah, yeah no reason to stay here so po- post-divorce, how are you, you know, establishing that relationship with yourself? How are you um, reinventing yourself after that divorce?
1: Mm-hmm. It's the on-get-go because it's not something I planned when the stuff happened. It happened right before, about a week or two before my birthday. Yeah, yeah, the the, the divorce pops up there but it's just communicating we're not signing papers or anything yet Mm -hmm. so uh at that point we were talking about divorce and I felt like you know what I don't think I will ever gonna come back or spend the rest of my life with you or whatsoever I'm so sure I'm so sure that it's not gonna work and he is so sure that it's gonna work on a different way He think having time for myself, I will eventually realize this is the life I want. This is the life that he able to give me to have a happy family together, to have a future together, together, his keyword. Yeah. And me, always myself. I'm like, if I had a time to myself, I would just go and never come back. And people (laughs) be like, aren't you going to miss your kids or something? And I'll be like, of course, I'd miss them, but I don't want to stay with them is that wrong right Mm -hmm. so it's more like my kids having uh grandparents having him having well his family is very big family because it's a well-off family you know so they have a lot of cousins they have a lot of people on their back when I'm the one who only had my dad and like Mm -hmm. few other relatives but I don't have the bond in family that much like Mm -hmm. I felt like no one really needs me or if they say they need me, I don't need them. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So basically I was detaching myself right from the start when I had this family. I never put a hundred percent in and say I did this to have a family together. I always told him at one point I want my kids to able to take care of themselves and then I'm going to go. I'm just going to go on my own I'm just gonna travel the world see the world and the kids doesn't have to bother with me if on my birthday my only wish is people leave me alone yeah Mm. so basically I just want to be alone I don't even want to be with him and he'd be like anything with you I'm fine
0: because you didn't really have you know your dreams fulfilled you didn't go to UCLA you did not have that time where you were just with yourself by yourself all alone and you can figure things out by yourself it's like boom working for scholarships boom figuring out how to survive boom got pregnant boom now I have to take care
1: of a family
0: that's yeah. a really so you know
1: survive <laughs> yeah it's a surviving stage so people have uh the the capability to survive everyone had the capability to survive even my kids so when people say you're not saving your money for your kids I'd be like hell no they have to work it to earn that why do I have to put things in the future for them like Mm -hmm. I always look back to myself my dad doesn't have anything ready for me but he Mm -hmm. always constantly saying you know what I'm gonna buy a house and this is you know for your future as well and then it's clicking in my head that you just want that and you said that to make it look pretty. Like mm. to, make, to make it be more romantic in a way, in a sense. Like, oh, you know, I also think about our family and I'd be like, bullshit. If you really think about me, you wouldn't miss my graduation ceremony. You would take your day off from your work and tell everyone in the family to be there on my graduation if you really care. Yeah. Wow. That's what, wow.
0: is, That's what I this think. This what has been such an interesting like conversation. Like it's such a unique, you know, perspective on family and life and culture. And damn, like the things that you, you know, went through. Like I am all for you, you know, rediscovering yourself. And I feel like if there's anyone who, you know, got inspired and really like is curious about how your journey is going and where can they find you?
1: Where yeah, you know what? People be like, you should start writing a book or write a blog about all your journey or all your experience and why you made that decision. Previously, I was been in a, one of the Fastwork CEO podcast. He also said the things like your story gonna inspire so many women. You know, people who are trapped in the old mindset and you know the romantic subculture that oh, you know what? Maybe family is everything. Maybe the kids is everything. My life is dedicated for them and stuff like that. I am thinking of, yeah opening up my blog, but right now my blog is all over the place. I have uh, kaosoylala.com. I'll give you the link later, but it's a blog where I just work on it because I work in the influences industry. So it's more of a beauty reviews going on the event. You will saw me on the fancy luncheon or uh, my kids having new backpacks sponsored or stuff like that. It's a blog that I made for sponsored post and write all the things i play the things i interest in but i'll record my journey yeah the more the real
0: interesting the real
1: interesting (laughs) journey
0: awesome yeah thank you so much for being on before i let you go i want you to answer this one last question Mm -hmm. jay breaks the
1: mold by wow (laughs) I think it's experienced yeah wow that's awesome
0: all right Mm -hmm. guys I hope you enjoyed this episode of Pussy Power it's been such a unique episode I think it's, it's definitely something that you know breaks us out of that traditional Asian mold of you have to be this way you have to be this woman and Jay thank you so much for being an example and living your life to show other people that you need to choose yourself because if you don't you can't show up for you know the people that you want to show up for
1: yes find your own happiness and not living because of other people happiness
0: totally thank you so much Jay All right, guys, thank you for tuning into this episode, and I wish you enjoyed it.
1: Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a beautiful different type of show. I'm Sarah B, and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore L-A. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time.